What's going on, guys? This is Grant Radakovich. Tash here. And this is Indie B&B. Today we talked to Fabian Perez of Glass Eye out in California. Really excited about his new album coming out soon. Uh, check him out. Roll the tape. All right, welcome back to another episode of Indie B&B. We're joined today by Fabian Perez of Van Glassai. Fabian, how's it going, man? Good. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing great today. Um, got Finally got to listen to some of your music, and we've become fans of yours, man. And, uh, you know, Thank you. What, uh, what kind of put this band together? Is this a solo project? Yeah, it started off as a solo project a couple of years back. And uh, I moved to LA recently and just getting a live band set up together now, but it's been a solo project for a couple of years now. And uh, yeah, you know, it's been fun doing it that way, but I'm trying to get a more organic thing going on now. What were you doing uh, before Glass Eye and Bands? Mm -hmm. Yeah, studio engineer as well. I was living in Oregon for a while, uh, running a studio out there. And then uh, been just bouncing all over the country, touring and being in a few bands and just doing this for a long time, <laughs> yeah. So you're yeah. just a career musician, basically. Yeah, that's awesome. Quite a, um, quite a few years, yeah. Yeah, and I, you know, that's funny you say that you're an engineer, music engineer, because I can, you know, from the sneak peek you gave us of your new album that's coming out, I could just hear that you sound like you're probably a big like pedal guy and super into that side. So what, you know, what's what's a rig look like for you on the guitar side? Oh man, <laughs> I mean, this depends. You know, the studio rig is so. Uh, that's where you really get to explore everything to me. And I, I try to approach it in, in a way that's, I worry about the live situation later. So I go into the studio and I'm really just embracing what I can do there. And I like to work at studios that have a lot of amps and a lot of pedals because I like to get a lot of my sound from the amp itself. Um, my reverbs from the room if I can. But, um, mm -hmm. you know, pedals, it's just so many men like, H9 Eventide is a one I go to quite a few times because it has uh -huh. such a cool like selection of like different presets you could just really fuck with. Um, I use the whammy a lot in my sound. I've been using it for like five, six years. And I use it just for like an octave boost and, you know, uh, harmonic, you know, doubling. Yeah. So <laughs> um, like Marshall JCMs and oranges, you know, rocker birds, boxes, just overdriving it five, six amps on in different rooms and just miking all of them, just blending yeah. the sound that way. And same with my bass sound. You know, I try to get the natural overdrive of like the amp as much as possible, but I use a lot of fuzzes as well. Yeah, I was just going to say, you seem like you really, and from looking at your Instagram page, I could see you seem like you love uh, the fuzz pedal. Yeah, I love it, man. Yeah, I love everything. My live rig, though, it's, it's, not at all what I would, uh, you would expect. I, I mean, I use three or four pedals. I keep it really minimalistic. I go for mm -hmm. the amp sound, whether I'm stereo amping or, you know, just using one amp. But uh, the amp gain, the amp cleans, the amp crunches, you know, whatever I can get the amp to sound really good at, I keep it that way. And I dynamically play by messing with my volume pedals and stuff, but mostly just like a really solid reverb unit, my whammy and some delays. And then I just try to keep it really pure live. I got you. And so with this uh, new album coming out, did you do the, you did everything, drums, vocals, 
guitar was all you or did you have people come in and help you make the album yeah i mean i had some people come in for sure yeah um that album was done over about a year in mm-hmm. portland oregon and then also in a few other cities and states here and there but uh everything was written by me with the help of a few friends um one of them who lives in new york right now he played all the leads on that that album he was like my okay. he's my longtime collaborator and he's been working on a lot of my new music that's coming out and uh, my most recent releases as well. Uh, his name is Chad Van Dyke. He lives in Brooklyn, really cool okay. guy. Um, and then the drums were, a lot of them were written uh, using like MIDI programming, mm-hmm. just kind of mapping it out. I'm not a drummer though, so I don't play drums, but I you know, I can write the basic idea and then I would hire session players to kind of come in and fill the gaps. And a lot of them were just friends, you know? Yeah. A lot of different drummers on that album basically. And, and subsequent albums and you know releases just a lot of different guys because the drumming is really where the root of the song comes from me mm-hmm. where the passion and energy so not every drummer is going to work on every song i gotta kind of like mix it and match it's almost like the drummer is a different instrument for you depending yeah, on who it is it's the most important one to me yeah it's what inspires me to write a song a way you know a certain way a certain vibe the way they hit it the way they don't hit it the way they kind of vibe out with it that's just like really determines the song for me yeah i noticed i was watching uh you know i know y'all haven't released the lp yet but i found the music video for husk online and i love how that you know it's the acoustic and then you just build it up so i love songs that build up to the end and I, oh, you can really you. hear hear thank how you. the drums change the whole song there at the end um yeah that one's really fun to make yeah so what who's some of your biggest influences musically Oh man, <laughs> you know, there's so many, you know, so I, I grew up in the Bronx, New York, and I grew up listening to like a lot of hip hop. I'm Puerto Rican, so a lot of, you know, salsa music, a lot of Hispanic music and shit like that. A lot of 80s music for my brother. And then uh, he got me into like heavier music, like System of a Down and Deftones at a time in my life where that really inspired me musically. So like, you know, I hate to say it, I mean, because it has like a stigma, but like a lot of new metal really you know, inspired me for, you know, we can't, you can't get it off your back, but, you know, taking what you like about new metal, which is like those heavy, deep riffs with that hip hop accentuation is what I really like. I don't like a lot of it, but I like, you know, that aspect. Uh, and then as I got older, you know, like psychedelic rock definitely influenced me a little bit, you know, it's Queens of the Stone Age. I like the desert metal stuff, you know, I like stoner rock. But I also like, you know, modern rock, Led Zeppelin, Foo Fighters, you know. So uh, I listen to a lot. Like my Spotify playlist is like all over the place, you know. <laughs> yeah. Toro y Moi over here. And then you have like Nine Inch Nails, King Crimson. You have classical music, you know, French rappers. I just listen to all this type of stuff. And uh, whatever I'm feeling is inspiring me kind of bleeds into my music. And the uh, thing about Glass Eye is that I'm not afraid to kind of be aware of that and put out what I feel I'm like vibing with at the time, whether it's like reggae or rap or whatever, you know, it's not going to be just like this one sound for this project. So that's awesome. Yeah. I like I, that. Yeah. I, I like of, that you get, you're getting into, you're getting into new metal. And I think that people, people always, it has that stigma just because of, I feel like because of Fred Durst and just that is like Limp Biscuit and everything, but like new metal is such a different, you know, it has, you know, System of the Down and all those great bands that are really at the core of it. And it gets a bad rap because of, you know, people are thinking it all sounds the same because Lincoln Park or, or this or that, but like it really is a, a different kind of 
um, you know, energy within, you know, putting rap and rock together and, and fusing it in the right ways. I mean, I think that, you know, I love to slow it down. Yeah, it was super revolutionary, like in its own way, right? Yeah. It's not following the blues scale quite often. You know, it's this dark, heavy, sinister, but like in the pocket music. And uh, you could take that in so many different directions, you know, with industrial metal, you know, you know, from like that direction to like, you know, a band like Death Grips, you know, which has like some of those new metal influences in it a little bit, but you know, not really, but it's still, yeah. it's all fresh. It's like urban. It's really good. It feels like, you know, the city made that stuff. You yeah. Know? It feels like it was it was made in like a nice factory of some kind. And you're just like, all right, yeah. like, kind of grimy yeah. and got the riff going and everything. Yeah, you can feel it. Yeah, you could definitely feel like the L.A. sunset, you know, in 1992, whenever these songs are in like these guys sitting on their fucking porch listening to hip hop and then metal. And it's like, yeah, it's fucking great. It's cool. Yeah. It is what it is. And it was a great time for sure. Yeah. But, uh, you know, there's so much good music coming out. So like you always have to keep your ears to the ground. Yeah, you mentioned Deftones, you know, that's one of the bands that, you know, I always think about, like, I always want to ask people who like them, because I love them, and I, like, I'm like, what is it they make? Because to, to me, it's, they make, they paint pictures with their, their music. It's like a soundscape of some kind, but, like, you know, I, don't, I always like to hear what other people think about the Deftones, and, you know, I don't know where, where to begin with them, but, you know, what, what would you say that, what kind of music do they make? You know, what is it that you like about them? Yeah, I guess you made, you, made, you made a really good point there. To me, it's like the Deftones is literally poetry in motion, you know, and the sensation mm -hmm. of these poetic, um, colorful lyrics that are really, I think, well thought, thought out. And they're really relatable to a lot of us, um, you know, even though a lot of them are metaphorical and symbolic and yet very cryptic, I feel like you can get to the core of what he's trying to say. And it vibes so well with the music. It's almost his own instrument. You know, it's... Um, the poetry is coming through and it's, it's really rhythmic with everything pounding against you. And I think when I hear Deftones, I, um, I, I think of it as a true express expression of a, mod a modern approach to, um, you know, how an artist was in, you know, the Renaissance periods or the early classical periods. This is a Hispanic dude who is like, Going, going through his own experiences and his own life and like whatever shit he went through in his, you know, uprising, um, upbringing, I mean, uh, but he's still translating these, you know, true human emotions in a, such a relatable way. And um, it's just like every now and then you get bands like that, like artists like that. And like, I don't think that's ever going to go away, really. And I think that's the hope for all of us who create to kind of be able to really convey these relatable yet intrinsically unique experiences in a way to everybody else and that's what they do for me but also it's just like musically it's just so dynamic with them it's not just this heavy sound you know when they do that it's a fucking assault though it's like just a wall of guitars pounding in your brain Warp but, city man i could just hear yes Warp city yeah <laughs> for example yeah but then like still in that song there's dynamics and a lot of rock bands that do you know, exceed the expectations of, you know, commercial success and mainstream success have dynamics. And dynamics can mean a lot of different things, but Deftones definitely have dynamics. They're not just yeah. this, they're all over the place. Hills and valleys, and not everything works for everybody, but for me, that's what's impressive about them and a lot of my favorite artists, the ability to warp yourself into what you want to make, and you're making it for yourself. 
and that's what they do it feels like they make it for themselves yeah. and that's what i like about them yeah gotcha very cool so what can uh you know what can our listeners expect from your new album coming out so it's our debut album it's coming out um let me check really quick <laughs> i don't know the exact date um it's coming out on June 10th, 2021. But the pre-orders are coming up this month. It's, uh, we're gonna do a thousand vinyls. Uh, we just signed that off like a new startup label. Mm -hmm. Putting out a thousand vinyls, four different color types, variants, bladder, pink, white, and like a dark purple, I believe. Um, full merch spread with them as well. Um, and then that's gonna be coming out on June 10th, 2021. And with that album, it's kind of an introductory to what we're doing musically. Um, it's the first thing to be put out you know, physically by this project. Um, it captures what I was going through and listening to at the time really well. It's a concept piece and from A to Z it flows. Ideally in my mind it does, but you know, to the listener, they'll have to decide. And it deals with a lot of different things that I think are relatable. But again, you know, like Deftones does, crypticism and symbolic and metaphors are definitely highly filled in that album. Um, it's heavy. It's pretty it's sweet it's dark you know it's all over the place um but uh yeah i'm excited to put that one out and that one's called somewhere nowhere so that should be out this year um but i am also releasing singles as well unrelated to that album and then i have mm -hmm. other stuff in the works as well yeah so any plans i know nobody knows the future but do y'all have any plans for touring once once that album comes out yeah dude yeah that's what the goal is for sure i mean we rehearse a lot so mm -hmm. you know we're not taking a break or anything like that you know we practice you know safety you know precautions but we rehearse quite a bit and we are constantly writing the music as well you know we're doing music videos all the time uh, we have a couple that already just wrapped up recently so we're working all the time with the idea to just hit the road whenever shows happen and whenever it's safe to and just like really go hard and, like yes seems like it would be a Sounds like it'll be a hell of a concert just with the the sound that you make and you seem like such a you know from seeing some of your videos you seem like a very creative guy I imagine y'all will have a pretty badass light show going um <laughs> along with y'all's concerts is that something people can expect yeah i mean to me a concert it's our job as an entertainer to really you know pull the stops even if we're playing to 10 people which is not unrealistic you know for a newer band Mm -hmm. But to me, it's, it's irrelevant. It's our job as an entertainer to really put on a great show, whether that's relying on lights or fog or haze. To me, it's um, going to be all well planned out, ideally, and rehearsed. But um, I'm used to using lights. I think lights can be really powerful, um, depending how they're set up. I, uh, I like watching when I was before COVID happened, I used to like going to post rock shows quite often. Um, just to be immersed in that whole experience of like these smaller bands, but they would tour with these crazy light rigs, mm -hmm. all programmed and well rehearsed and timed out. And they would come on the stage with haze and it was just so badass. Even though there was like five of us in the audience, they fucking gave a shit. And like, I'd buy their albums and their shirts. And some of those bands are doing well now. And I think that's the mentality that uh, a lot of new bands have to kind of go into it with. So yeah, we would definitely be hitting it hard from all aspects if it works for that sound. Um, but you know, first and foremost, just making sure it sounds really good. Yeah. So the music comes first, but I agree with you. I think newer bands should, you know, and I know a lot of it has to do with, uh, financial constraints, but you should try your hardest to make it seem like 
you're on a world stadium tour somewhere, even if you are just playing in a bar, you know, at midnight yeah. in front of 10 people. I think also though, it really, it's really important for the band to be themselves. And because the bands are extensions of the people that are in the, you know, they're playing the music. So yeah, it's not, I don't like posturing or, you know, you know, faux representation of who I am as an artist. Mm-hmm. When I'm on stage, it's, it's an amalgamation of who I am. It's a different character in a sense, but it's, uh, it's important for all of us to be true. So I think lighting is fucking sick. So I'm going to use lighting, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think fog is really fucking cool and I'm going to use a lot of fog, you know, it's going to come out and burst. It's going to be awesome, spooky, dark, you know, that's what I like. So, and you, I'm sure you guys like the same shit. So it, yeah. it's cool. So, you know, I think it's important for sure. Okay, so before we get to to Grant's party pack of questions, where did the name Glass Eye come from? You know, the Glass Eye name, um, there's a lot of different things, like, with that, like, it's, it comes from, like, a dream, basically, that I have. It's, like, a reoccurring dream. Um, I don't want to get too in-depth with it, but um, I'm surrounded in a room by these eyes, basically. And they're made out of glass or some of them are made out of gold. And I've just been having it since I was like nine and it's just a bizarre dream. Um, they, you know, it's like almost cryptic, like future prophecy shit. Like when you have a dream and it's like, you're telling you all this crazy shit, then you wake up and it's like, I don't know. I don't remember any of it, but you remember like the visual elements of like just mm-hmm. these eyes. Um, um, and then I've had a roommate about a year and a half ago that had a glass eye and it just goes like, Oh, that's cool. You know? Yeah, and it just kind of connected and clicked. Um, I think it's just really evocative name. It's striking, and I like striking imagery. And um, to me, it's um, something that matters a lot to my identity to be associated with these eyes. So I wanted to make my moniker, you know, based off of that somehow. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a hard question to answer. It's like five different reasons, really. Yeah, that's badass, though. I think it's something I read that, uh, you know, the band Jet back in the day, one of the reasons they picked that name was because they knew it would be bigger on like festival posters. And I feel like Glass Eye would be something that would really kind of catch your eye, you know, not to sound uh, redundant, but literally catch your eye when you look at like a festival poster or even just a single concert poster. So um, I think also, too, it's just so easy to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's re- memorable. <laughs> yeah i went through a few band names before they were just like they, they look really cool on paper and then i try to say it into the mic you know after a show and it's just people don't get it you know you can't understand yeah. the mic so uh, you know i agree with you for sure it's like it's marketably something that you can just like see and it's like oh that makes sense and it's rememberable ideally mm-hmm. and that's the hope right with band names so yeah yeah so are we ready for the pete peterson party pack of questions all right here we go Pete Peterson's Peterson's potty pack of questions here. Okay. All right. We're going to throw it down. First one, cash or credit? Hmm. Uh, Man, that's a hard one. Definitely credit. Paper or plastic? Paper or plastic. Plastic. Last song you sang in the shower? (laughs) Uh, Deftones, My Own Summer. PBR or Bud Light? They both taste like shit. Uh, PBR. Donuts or bagels? Donuts. Donut holes. Favorite candy? Favorite candy. Hmm. 
all of them. I mean, I love chocolate, so, but if I had to pick, um, shit, Crunch Bar. Crunch Bar, like yeah. it. Coldest temperature you've been in recently? Oh, recently. Uh, 70 degrees. 70 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> California, baby. Yeah. <laughs> you can, t- I mean, same for you. Look at you're on the beach right now. Yeah, I know. I'm on, uh, I'm on COVID Island. It's right really now. windy over there, too. Be careful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need to put a coat on. Yeah. Uh, all right. Bigfoot. Is he real or not? Yes, obviously. Bigfoot's real. All right. Your favorite type of pie? Chocolate pecan. Yeah. All right. Best yeah. live show you've been to? Best live show I've ever been to was in Edinburgh. I saw this band while on acid. They were like a medieval <laughs> punk band and they were doing sacrifices on stage, like fake ones. I was only there for a few days and it was really bizarre and it never left my mind. That sounds insane. <laughs> yeah, it was oh really cool. God. Yeah, it was really fucked up. <laughs> Dogs or cats? Both, yeah. Both, all right. Yeah, I got them both. Is it pronounced caramel? or caramel 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 (laughs) all right yeah what's your favorite type of soup hungarian mushroom hungarian mushroom that's pretty good dang it's really good all right the best job you've had outside of music working at an uh i worked at a store where we sold your stuff on ebay Oh my gosh! Like the like the like in that movie? Yeah, like forty year old version. Mm-hmm. It was a real store. <laughs> it was so easy. The <laughs> guy paid cash every week. It was great. Oh my god! Let's go. Yeah, yeah. All right, your favorite artist that you know Tash or I might not know about. You know, somebody. Say that local. one more time. Your favorite artist that Tash or I might not know about, possibly somebody local. You know, who you who you really vibing on lately? Okay, like uh, okay, I got you. Hmm. Who I'm vibing with lately. Or just someone we should be listening to that maybe we're not listening yeah, to. Yeah, like like a artist. Um man, there's a few for sure in LA. There's so many. I'm I'm friends with this guy, he's in a band called Babe Rufus. Uh it's really Babe. cool psychedelic rock, high energy stuff. Um, he's super talented. Um, yeah, that's basically it's it's hard to tell without shows, man. You know, that's mm-hmm. kind of how I find my new jams. But um yeah. I've been listening to like, like recently, like a lot of this one band from the UK called uh, Wooz, W-O-O-Z-E. They're definitely Mm -hmm. like on my top playlist right now. They're super, super great. You might like them. I don't know. Wooz and Babe Ruthless. We'll check them out. We'll check them. Yeah, most definitely. All right. What was your first car? Uh, A Ford Mustang. Let's go. (laughs) It was an old one. (laughs) That's it. Those are even better. your first crush first crush what was her name oh man i remember this it was in uh first grade her name was kathleen kathleen i used to try to woo her by i I learned how to uh roller skate and i would roller skate past her doing moves (laughs) did it work (laughs) i don't think so no (laughs) i got injured (laughs) All right. Then he picked up a guitar and he was, he was shredding. So, I mean, yeah, thankfully. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Favorite concert tee that you own. Favorite concert tee that I own. Hmm. I feel like that medieval band from Edinburgh probably has some pretty sweet concert <laughs> I don't think, tees. I don't think I bought anything from those guys. Unfortunately, I don't think they had anything. I don't remember much about that night. Um, shit. 
Definitely, probably Tool. Um, I cool. saw them live in New York City at Governor Ball, Governor Gov Ball, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have one of their shirts in my closet, but that was such an amazing experience. It was transcendent, dude. They were so hot. Yeah, it was great. All right, blue cheese or ranch? Uh, like as a dressing? Uh, blue cheese, as yeah. You, with your buffalo wings, yeah. Yeah, blue cheese. Yeah. Blue cheese. Sure. Yeah, 100%. All right, and the final Pete Peterson's party package questions. Questions. Let's go, Pete. Red chili or white chili? Hmm. Honestly, I don't know the difference. What's white chili? White chilies made with different kind of beans than red chili, dude. I got That one's that's a not a great question. We're gonna we're gonna end with a different. Is one. white chili white and red yeah, chili yeah. is red? Yeah. Oh shit! I mean, every chili I've ever seen has been like dark brown. Oh okay. So what chili is that? Is that red, that's chili? red chili? That's that's red chili, I guess. Yeah, I'm into that one. I like you're both. In, I'm in, it ketchup <laughs> or mustard? How about that? Ketchup yeah. or mustard? Sriracha? No <laughs> ketchup. <laughs> Wait, no, mustard. Dijon. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Dijon. Dijon mustard. Spicier the better, obviously. Yeah. There we go. There we go. <laughs> well, that was that was the uh the Pete speed Peterson. Round. I'm ready. Yeah, speed round, yeah. Pete Peterson's party pack of questions. We appreciate your uh That was great. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so June, we got the new album somewhere nowhere coming out. Fabian, is there anything else you want our listeners to know about? Uh, I mean, yeah, just, you know, thank you for having me, all. I really appreciate it. You know, stay tuned. We're having pre-orders later this month. And uh, check out those bands I, you know, suggested. You know, they're fucking awesome. But, uh, yeah, I'm just happy to talk to you guys. It's been Absolutely. Fun. We'd yeah, love to have you back on. And yeah. hopefully you can get through Atlanta and we can come to one of your shows. Most definitely. Yeah, we'll, we'll drink some PBR. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right. Thank you, Thank you, you so much. Have a good one. Have a good one, fellas. Thanks. Bye-bye.